Hello, and welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast dedicated to geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. I'm Everett, and welcome to part four of our celebration of 50 years of Batman movies with the 1995 release of Joel Schumacher's Batman Forever. If you haven't listened to the other episodes before this, I'd recommend going back to listen to all those. And, uh, there's, of course, spoilers for the movie in this, as well as a few other stuff in the Batman universe, including comics, so enjoy the conversation, everyone. Batman Forever. Forever? How come Batman Forever is before Batman and Robin? Because originally it was going to be a trilogy. Oh. It was, uh... They weren't quite sure. A lot of films, especially the 90s um, and the 80s, like, it was the rule of three. You had your three films, and that was it. Rarely did you ever get a fourth film. Oh, so because Batman the fourth... and Robin was just added on. Well, yeah, I mean, kind of, because, like, a lot of people viewed the uh, a fourth film uh, as, like, kind of the kiss of death of a franchise. Really? Um, I like Superman it. 4? Mm-hmm. Bombed, bombed I've seen like any, you would not. I've believe. never seen any Superman movies, not one. Uh, you know, Man, Man of Steel is really good, and That's Superman dirty. Returns is very interesting. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Superman Returns is very interesting. It's it's just a really weird kind of film. But uh, I get bored by the first one. The second one I like. The third one is a comedy, and if you like Richard Pryor, you're going to be entertained. And the fourth one is. I'd rather go have my fingernails pulled off by a pair of pliers. Like, but that's why, like, we have the Indiana Jones trilogy for the longest time. It was just a trilogy. That's why we have the Star Wars trilogy is because there was just this belief that a fourth film would ruin a franchise. Huh. Very weird. Yeah, they felt like audiences got sick after three films of characters, and now we have the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which right. is how many films? Like, and it's still going. So I'm excited for the next one. It's uh, Doctor Strange, right? Yeah, I'm excited for that one. That one is going to be... I feel like it's going to be kind of like Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. It's going to be interesting to see how they pull it off. Yeah, I'll say uh, with all that, uh, I enjoy... I mean, I liked all the other movies, but I guess it was before Age of Ultron or Guardians uh, is when I stopped watching trailers. And I enjoy the movies so much more after yeah. I stopped doing that. So, th- so I'm that. I'm really excited about Doctor Strange because I, I've, I've seen the poster. Yeah, I watched the I watched the trailer and that was that was about it. I don't know. I get um, there's certain films that I like. I like going in blind. A lot of them are horror movies because like trailers get, do give so much away. Right. Whereas like with the Marvel film, generally, your heroes are safe. Right. You know what I mean. Um, I guess the main one for me is probably comedies because they or all put the jokes, all the jokes in the trailers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the big hitters. Right. But uh, anyway, Batman Forever. Forever. And never. This uh, is exciting because Everett. so far our first episode was the three of us and Kyle. Then the next two episodes were us two and Seth. Kendall's first two episodes to not be on. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I really like your uh, hair, by the way. Oh, thanks. Where were you? 
You were gone during the podcast, I think. You were getting your hair done. I got my oh, hair yeah. done. I got my hair done for one of them, and then... And then the next one we did. You did, what, on the While phone, we were in Florida. While we were in Florida, which now, was I, interesting. Have you seen these movies? I've seen them, not in total, but I've seen most of it before. Okay. Um, The one with Catwoman, I think I've seen all of it. Batman Returns, okay. You've but seen all the first one, too. Uh, yeah, I guess I, uh, yeah, multiple times. And the one with Penguin, I tried to not watch ever. Why? He disgusts me. I can't stop <laughs> looking at him. I get that. I get that. Like, I literally want to die. I get that. I am big it's on uh, looks. Sorry. Not it's sorry. called superficial. That's the word. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you should be very, you should feel good. That means I like you and you look no. good. Yeah, can't stand it. Disgusts me. What the heck? What is in his mouth? I don't understand. <laughs> <sighs> you mean at the end of the film? He's like got black crap coming out of his teeth all of yeah. the time. Well, oh, yeah. He does yeah, eat he, fish. Yeah, That's he, disgusting. Raw fish, she <laughs> gets caught in his teeth. Yeah. It's also what happens when you live in the sewer and you don't brush your teeth, kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's do, let's do trivia. Trivia. Let's just, let's just do it real quick. I will tell you that I made three sets of questions. The first one, I was like, no, that's too hard. The second one, <laughs> second one I was like, I was like, yeah, they're still a little hard. So here we go. Like, this is, this should be pretty Prepare good. for me to lose. Okay. Which movie? Bat- <laughs> Batman Forever. Batman Forever. That's the one with Poison Ivy. No, that's oh, the one. Oh, gosh. That's the one with Riddler and Two-Face. Okay. 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 Uh, I got it. In the opening credits, what is Tim Burton credited as? You don't know. Yeah. Producer. Correct. <laughs> what is the first line spoken by Batman? Of the entire film. Oh. Mm. I'll give you a hint. It's the dumbest, one of the dumbest lines in the entire movie. This is eh. the blonde girl. Okay. Who are you? No. Uh, does he say it to uh, Nicole Col- Kidman? No. No. no he's he's talking to the commissioner first, right? No, he's talking to Alfred. Oh. You want that? You want Um. Can I get it? No. Maybe. I'll get drive through. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. It's like Batman does not get drive through. <laughs> it's funny because we both laughed at that. Okay. Um, who is Harvey questioning in the courtroom when he is scarred? Scarred? Whatever they have. The TV broadcast. TV broadcast? I don't know. Uh, yeah, Bruce is watching the news. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Don't remember? No. He's in the later films. He's in the he's in the new trilogy. This character plays a big part. Uh, Falcone. Close. Sal Maroni. Oh. I knew it was something that sounded like some. I don't pasta. remember a courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> Racist. <laughs> All right, what game is Riddler and Two Face playing at the end of the film? Yeah. Battleship. Battleship. Correct. Pacha. This right. used to be your game, Kimball. <laughs> I like Marvel. All right, last one. Movies. <laughs> what does what does the Riddler tell Chase that his jacket does? Who's Chase. Chase. Who's the girl? The girl. Yeah. Okay. 
What is what is he talking about the jacket? It's another kind of like stupid pun. <laughs> Keeps me warm. <laughs> close, close. I don't know. Keeps him safe when he's jogging at night. Oh yeah. Because they're all he's got lights everywhere. Up. Yeah, 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 yeah. There were yeah. lights on it. Yeah, you don't you remember? It was, it was the coolest that jacket in like the world. Uh, like, I wanted that. Marks. Yeah. I don't remember my lighting up. Is it the white one? No. No, it was before the white one. Just then before I the don't white know. one. No. I guess I'm not that good at details. Uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. Oh well. I was not that Should've observant. That. Apparently. Sorry. Well, I will say, with this movie, I've. Out of the entire quadrilogy, I've probably seen quadrilogy. this one the most. Uh, <laughs> I, like I, I said during the Returns podcast, I either saw that one first or this one first, but I don't remember which. Uh, but I definitely I feel like I've seen this one possibly out of all the Batman movies the most. Interesting. Maybe Begins would be this like is my least combatant. I've seen the one with the penguin more than this but, one. But uh, this time going around, weird. I honestly wanted it to just end. <laughs> like, I got bored fast. Really? I don't know why. And, I mean, I feel like... <laughs> I don't I don't feel like Val Kilmer makes me want to like Batman or Bruce Wayne. Really? For some reason, the whole I'm time the I'm like, opposite. I don't care. I don't care about I, you that much. I, I, kind of I care more about him than any of the other Batmans. Actually, really? a little... I like George Clooney. I'm sorry. Oh, wow, okay. That's interesting. I thought he um, was an okay fit. I feel like... I don't feel like Val Kilmer is the worst thing. Oh, wait. Thing. Val Kilmer. I freaking keep getting him mixed up with Michael Keaton. Okay, so you really like Michael Keaton. I like Michael Keaton. I don't give a crap about Val Kilmer's chubby face and giant lips. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Val Kilmer, like... I've seen this one a lot. Uh... Probably, it's probably it's probably like I I don't know. Um, in terms of all of them, it's probably down there on, on the list. Like it, as far as how like I've seen this one more than Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also seen them dozens of times. Right. Uh, Val Kilmer. Like I, I remember liking him as a kid, and. Because I, I, I liked him as a kid because he was... A male. No. Beca- he was Batman. Because I <laughs> felt... I'm sorry. I never... Okay, like, it was, here's a superficial thing. Uh, I never liked Michael Keaton's hair as Batman. Uh, hmm. <laughs> so he liked his hair. I liked... I felt... I felt... <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I felt like as far as Bruce Wayne looks, Val Kilmer looks more like Bruce Wayne in the comic books than Michael Keaton. Hmm. Um, but George Clooney. George Clooney does not. Oh, okay. His face is too no. Like like Val Kilmer like Val Kilmer's kind of got a little bit more of the angular thing, kind of like how Batman is portrayed in the comics. Um and uh so I liked I liked that, but I also feel like Val Kilmer is very is very wooden here. Um and in part in part that's because he's playing there's two. You have the Blu-ray of this, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the deleted scenes? No. no. Okay, so like, Sorry. if you watch the deleted scenes, like a lot of like, there's deleted scenes, and I, th- I think there's storyboards too. 
but this is going to be a lot darker of a film. Uh, mm-hmm. It was going to be more in line with the other two films, um, but the studio wanted to brighten it up. So they, they like the whole bat sequence, right? Uh, where you see a bat, a huge bat flying towards him. Like there was a much longer sequence there. Like he, this thing communicated with him like telepathically. Uh, and it was, if I remember right, originally it was going to be revisited a few times in the film. So at the very end of the movie, when the Riddler sees the huge bat, it means something more than just like, oh, that was the bat and the one flashback we got or the one dream we got. Um, so like he, he's playing two, he, he's playing two different movies here. Like he's, they're starting, I believe they started with more of a, a darker tone and they're like, hey, we got to flip this and we got to make it a little bit more family friendly and so then some scenes feel really off um and he feels like completely flat like when there's more emotion going on you get interesting val kilmer but whenever he's meant to play it a little bit more family friendly like with chase or whatever it just feels like you have a random guy reciting lines and especially like his smile whenever he walks away from chase and he gives that (laughs) he gives that smile man it just I I I I shed a tear every time. Like I'm like, man. It reminds me of a. Uh, it's like a you are Ralphie creep. in a Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you are just creepy now. Like Batman doesn't does not do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know why, but in this movie, I feel like I wish they. I almost don't care about all the Two Face storyline. I it feels like it's just thrown in there. I. The only thing I really, uh, like, connect to is uh, the Riddler. Mm. Like, yeah. I, I, he drags me in so much. I, I, I actually, if it wasn't for him uh, murdering and invading people's privacies, he'd be, like, the character I'd want to spend my time with. Sure. Uh, this was at the peak of Jim Carrey. Like, mm-hmm. as he was, like, really rising around this time was the mask and... Cable guy and Dumb and Dumber. Heck yeah. Um, why is Tommy Lee Jones Two-Face? Well, it was going to be... Okay, so... If, I don't know if you listened to the other podcast, but... No. Okay, so like... Batman Returns, they were going to have Marlon Wayans. Do you know who Marlon Wayans no. is? Um, I don't know who anyone is. Just assume this, I don't know. You've seen him in the scary movies, the first two. He's the African-American actor. He's also in White Chicks. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Like a cutie is. So, Marlon Wayans is going to be Robin in Batman Returns. Uh, they canceled that la- like last last tall. minute. Um, but in this movie, uh, they were going to bring him back. They're like, okay, we're gonna, we're going to bring him back, and because uh, they had signed him on for two and three, but they just they wiped him away from three or from two. And okay, we'll use his contract, bring back the three. Uh, and so they were going to have him be Robin and they were going to have Billy D. Williams be Two-Face. But then it felt like it was going to be more of a racial commentary. So much so that the studio was uncomfortable with it. So they bought out, um, they bought out Billy D. Williams' contract and they bought out Marlon Wayans' contract and you get Chris O'Donnell and Tommy Lee Jones. That's weird. How old was Chris O'Donnell in this movie? I should have watched someone other than Tommy He Jones. was late 20s. 
I just felt, I mean, it, was he supposed to be a teen in the movie? College. Okay. I just don't, I can't imagine his parents didn't have any, like, home that he could, I guess he was in the circus, so. His traveling whole family cir- traveling circus. was part of the circus. He didn't have any place that he could go stay besides Bruce Wayne. I just didn't understand that. Yeah, like, I mean. No, he was just staying there while they were doing all the investigating and. Yeah, it was like a, it was a temporary with his thing. Body things, mm. yeah, but then w- he decided to stay. Um, yeah, and the fact that like he is so old, and Bruce is like, "Oh, come stay with me," and da da da. Boy, like that's cool. But if some rich guy who is very much kind of uh, uh, a really rich man who's kind of out of touch with reality in some aspects, or one that you would assume it's like. Steve Jobs inviting you over and come stay with me or Michael Jackson come stay with me like let me tell you man that's gonna be a little weird because (laughs) I I would definitely be like okay so this guy has a lot of money he's either gonna like lay down some plastic wrap when I'm sleeping and I'm gonna get up and it's gonna gonna come at me with an axe or I'm gonna wake up tied to a table and like I would have all these nightmares and horrible visions about what that could be Um, so I can't say that if I was in uh Dick Grayson's shoes that I would uh, that I would go for it. Right. Oh, and Marlon Wayans was going to be Tim Drake. He wasn't going to be Dick Grayson. They changed that around too. I don't know what words you just said. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to be Robin 3 instead of Robin 1. Okay. That's all. Alright. Um. Why do the suits have nipples? Uh, actually, that's pretty easy. Joel Schumacher is really into uh, nipples. <laughs> <laughs> he's really into uh, um, what is it? Uh, Porn. Greek. Oh. <laughs> Greek okay. mythology and the uh, gods and all that. What is it? <laughs> and the statues. And uh, he wanted the he wanted the suits. He felt like the suits in um, in the uh, Burton Batman films, while they look good, they didn't look. They didn't look like somebody who was otherworldly, which I totally disagree with uh, to an extent. But here they wanted him to look like, he wanted Batman and Robin to look like gods. Hmm. Oh, I never they were the new ever gods. think of But you know, I, I was thinking gods. about doing this movie, while watching this movie, uh, I was like, they have nipples. Because one of the big like things that people criticized Batman and Robin for was bat nipples. But it actually bat entered nipples. in this film. It did, but you didn't, nobody really noticed it here. Uh, it's... It's the opening of the set of the Batman and Robin that <laughs> right. it's like, look at our nipples, look at our crotches. I didn't notice till about halfway through, and Which, I go, they got nipples. With the opening, like it goes into that where he's in the cave doing all his suit stuff. But right before that, like I was so disappointed watching the terrible CGI words across. And I know it's '97, we didn't have that great of CGI, but like the intro to the first and second movies looked so cool. They like did. the first where you're going through the Batman symbol yep. and then it backs up uh, just versus this with flying <laughs> Well, I mean this CGI words. Yeah, and uh, just, yeah. like you say that like it was 97 technology and all that, but I mean you got to also remember that Terminator 2 existed and mm-hmm. that CGI still still holds up today. All right. Um it's kind of how much do you want to invest? And this was going to be Batman 3, and one of the initial ideas for this film was Batman 3 in 3D. Oh. Oh, yeah. Of course, that didn't last long, but that was an initial pitch, and I can see that this, 
like it was always my understanding that probably that that credit scene was done with the intention of 3D. But then it is cool to see where their budget went because uh, right after that, you see the new improved Batcave with all the cool-looking technology. Sure, yeah, sure. And, and the Batmobile has more lights on it. Yes, I like lights. I will tell you that I actually I like this Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this Batmobile... I probably honestly like this Batmobile more than I do the Tumblr. I remember uh, actually I had the the toy for this Batmobile. I did too. Uh, like the ten inch or so long, uh, and it had the the button in the back. You press and it would light up. Yeah, but I, I didn't, didn't have that guy in this. I think I, I remember. I did the dorsal Barbie fin convertible. Split, split into two? Yeah. I noticed that in this movie, the dorsal fin would like wobble around a little bit, but it was very evident that at at one point they have it down into the two. Yeah. But it's when Robin's driving it and it switches one cut. He has one. Then the next cut, he has two. Then the next cut, he has one again. Yeah. And whenever he's going up the side of the building, he's it oh, splits open as well. I didn't notice that. Which huh. on that note, how does he go? He's hanging on the statue. How does he go from wall to roof? Right. Does he not just, would he not just go up and then just start dangling there? I mean, I kind of wonder that or like where, where does the Batmobile you even go? You build momentum so that you, just kidding. I, I mean, know. like you kind of, you kind of wonder like, where does he go from there? Like that doesn't make any sense. And that, that apparent, that whole scene was like a nod to the, uh, to the sixties TV show. Mm. I mean, obviously, by the people like looking at the window, like what? You know what I mean? I or feel the like fact that a that's lot safe. of this movie like was kind very, of a throwback. Yeah, oh, because it, it goes sense. way cheesier than the last two. Like the he was told was to make it lighter. Yeah. The I don't know where you're going. Terrible acting of the security guard at that beginning oh, scene. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, it's boiling acid. <laughs> My shoes are burning. <laughs> oh, that's uh, a good one. <laughs> and then obviously they do have the like actual throwback of Robin's line, the holy rusted metal Batman. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. No, the whole mountain, it's, it's metal. Rusted and and it's rusted and there's holes in it. There's yeah. holes all in it. Holy. It's like That's it's like great. we got it. You did a throwback, but you didn't. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh, we, uh-huh. Um. Yeah, and like this music. Didn't notice. Oh yeah. So so underwhelming. Like, Sorry. where is my Danny Elfman? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I never liked the score for this. Like, I appreciate that they were trying to do their own thing, but man, it falls flat, and it falls flat more and more. Like every time I see it, it's more disappointment. Like you gotta be kidding me. Mm. Um, it has the well, the Elfman has kind of that like ominous build a Jaws theme song almost. Yeah, yeah, and like there's tension and it has a proper build up. This movie is like, can you hum this theme song? <laughs> can you? Can anybody in this room hum the theme song? I don't know it. <laughs> That's right, you don't know it. And like not only that, like you try and hum it, it doesn't even like. There's nothing to catch. Bum 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 bum. I mean, like that's about <laughs> it. Like, it just, I don't know. It just falls flat. Um, yeah, I don't know. And uh, and another cheesy scene is, I mean, you have the 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 court scene with uh, Harvey getting splashed. 
And why is Batman in a courtroom? In I know <laughs> he's in the outfit. And he's just hanging out in the audience too. Like he he was sitting down, and you see him raised up. No, oh, it's slow motion. It's like you gotta be kidding me. Why did I miss a scene? I don't know. Apparently, maybe you were looking at your phone, or you zoned That's out. Why you never look at your phone during the movie? I don't think so. What I don't remember a court scene. It's yeah. like it's on TV. It's, yeah, he's yeah. watching the footage back. Of uh, Harvey Dent getting splashed in the face with acid. No. Which I don't know why this mob lord has acid with him in the courtroom either. They didn't check that out. I don't remember seeing this. He had it in his jacket, or he had it sewn into his jacket, I think. Kind of like what happens in the the Long Halloween comic. Hmm. If you've ever heard that. Very, very interesting. I guess I completely missed this scene because I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, one thing I, I do like about ask these two films, no uh, which goes along with the Burton films, one thing I loved is the practical sets. And one thing that's cool with this is like also the practical sets with the streets and the big statues. Which uh, the statues returned from Batman Returns, so it was kind of nice to see. Like, there's a little bit. Of Why are there so many statues? Connected uh, to some shoot. of the CG scenes didn't look that great uh, with the giant statues, but. And then they also have the Statue of Liberty of Gotham. Yeah. In there. Why do they have so many statues? So, Who built these statues? So something. Okay. So something that went on with this movie was that uh, you know Tim Burton was going to do. He had the option to do this, and he didn't. And neither did Michael Keaton. But what Burton had the option to do, and was going to do, was the Catwoman film. Oh man. And uh, the Catwoman film was kind of was going to take place between two and three. And uh, if you look around, like if you look around, like you can find little interviews about it. Um, and I want to say Joel Schumacher talks a little bit about it on his uh, director's commentary for the uh, for the Blu-ray that it was going to explain why Gotham looks so different. Hmm. There was going to be something in that film, maybe an explosion happened, maybe I don't know, something happened, and in that within that film. It was going to explain why all of a sudden we went from looking like we did in Batman and Batman Returns to Batman Forever. Wow, that would have been cool. I would have seen that movie. But I mean, obviously, but we got the other Catwoman later. (laughs) We did, we did. You know, it would be a great double feature with Steel. Steel. I never saw Steel. Do you know what Steel is? It's a metal. Steel is. is one of the supermen that took over for Superman whenever he was dead. And they got Shaquille uh, O'Neal to play Steel. Uh, oh, I want to watch yeah. that. Oh, I yeah. I rewatched Catwoman, which is something you should not watch by yourself. It's kind of like playing a Ouija board, right? Like, you should never do it alone. Don't. We did uh, get the one reference of Selena in this movie, though, from Dr. Mm-hmm. Chase. Yes, we did. Slight point at. And that's yeah. about the only connective tissue besides... Uh, Alfred right, and Commissioner Gordon that we have. This is also, you know, while the score itself I found really lackluster, the soundtrack. The soundtrack is awesome in this movie. Is mm-hmm. that the one with Batman and Robin? No, that's Batman and Robin. Dang. I don't know what you're about. It's got, uh, it's got U2, mm-hmm. Offspring, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I can't, I don't know, is it Seal? Is that who does? Yeah, I think it's Seal who just kissed from a rose. Yes. And that song took the world by storm. Mm, I love that song. Like, 
for the longest time. That was that was I think in 1996 or whenever this film came out or seven. Oh, the flaming lips and the, the flaming Riddler lips are in there. Cave. Yeah, um, that was the number one hit for the longest time. Because remember, it was like everybody was playing song. it. It is a good song. Uh, and one thing I I enjoyed this movie so much as a kid too is the same reason I do now is because the Riddler is I love his his little apartment like mm. the and the little uh, machine he has with the Riddler guy. I don't know why I always liked that thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Riddler's his whole apartment is interesting. Uh, I just thought serial killer. Yeah, I mean, like, essentially, like, they paint him out to be, like, he's very much, like, teetering on the edge of his sanity as is, and then he throws his boss out the window. All right. Uh, How did he manipulate the cameras? I would assume he reshot it. Yeah. And probably went in and put a digital time code on it instead of the actual time code. But he would have had to jump out the window, and the window was already broken. Maybe he had a ledge down there that he built. Mm, Not enough time. I think he did it. I just think it's crazy. He's a genius. Whatever. Whatever. He figured out a way to go into people's minds. He did do that. I think he can figure out this. Yeah, he can figure this out. (laughs) Yeah, this movie, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, So we have his... If we're going to talk about aesthetic and we're going to talk about his apartment, we have to talk about Two-Face's apartment. Mm -hmm. He has an apartment? Yeah. I, I mean his oh wait his, his, house his evil lair his, his lair. living quarters with sugar and, and Drew spice. Barrymore mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore right like is I this, never is this noticed her, that like, was first return since drugs wow Everett ET such a jerk I'm just uh, wondering <laughs> I don't I don't know what what she did I know she did a few things after ET uh, but. I will tell you for the longest time, I never noticed this was Drew Barrymore until maybe, I don't know. Yesterday. Probably 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, something like that. 10 years, probably. Oh, she was in Wayne's World too. Yeah. I don't remember that. Briefly. Very briefly. I think. Cat's Eye. Oh, yeah. Stephen King's Cat's Eye. She is in that. That's right. That was a weird movie. His Lair. Split in half. Yeah, split in half. I mean, like... (laughs) <laughs> you want to talk about throwback to the 60s that like tv show like this this just they like they built a time machine and they went back and they got it like <laughs> yep. they brought it back they said marty we gotta go back oh man but why tommy lee jones why tommy lee jones indeed like he mm. you know his other films around this time he had never done anything like this it was weird. And Super I, weird to watch. If I remember right, he's still not seen this movie. Like he, <laughs> he watches a lot of his films, but like there's this film and uh what is it? Man of the House. I love that movie. And there's one other <laughs> of his that he just refuses to watch. Like mm. he's like he was like, you know what? I had a mortgage payment to pay. That's and I was so in sad. Batman that forever. Sense. I, I can't decide who's trying to be the Joker more between Two Face and Riddler. Uh, I mean, in a way, because I can feel you could you could argue mm. that the Riddler is the throw a throwback character to the '60s. You could argue that, but Two Face has no excuse to be as <laughs> dumb and ridiculous and jokey as he is and punny as he is. It's like yeah. that is not your character, man. You are you are much serious and you are supposed to be really angry, not. Bozo the Clown. That's his other half. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. During the day, I'm a really serious district attorney, but at night, 
I like to put on my purple wig. You go, <laughs> and, the, and and I like to put fur on my face. Did you notice that his scar was growing purple fur? No. His face has purple, looks like purple fur growing out of it. Hmm. Never noticed it till the Blu-ray, and I was like, "Well, I was like, here, here comes the point where we start seeing things we weren't meant to see." Oh man, yeah, I don't. The whole, yeah, I just would rather. I'd like to see a cut with with somehow them getting that part of the movie out. Honestly, I'm just not. I'm not also. I'm not also not very drawn to the Robin story. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like this is kind of. Uh, a Spider-Man three scenario where there's just too much going on in one story, and I know there was like, it was probably because they had the two scripts, yeah, that or the two the two yeah. directions, yeah, but like and the reshoots and all that. I actually don't like. I don't feel like this has too much going on. I feel like it gets close, but I feel like everything is so simple, it's easy to keep straight. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, they wanted to. They wanted to. They wanted to capitalize on returns. And initially, they were going. There was going to be three villains in here. Um. Thankfully, we only got two. Right. And the next one, we get three. Actually, we get four. There's four. There's four, but you don't realize it. We'll talk about it. Um. Yeah. Uh. And like physics in this movie make no sense. Okay. Like. Robin jumping off the top floor of Wayne Manor, swinging around like he does. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, there's a couple poles in there that you would break. Like, those don't work like that. And then Batman, what is he? He jumps out of, uh, is it Chase's apartment or something? Uh, And he goes, he just falls all the Mm -hmm. way down Down to to his car. To the Batmobile. It's like, I'm sorry, Batman. Like, we need to go to the emergency room because you just (laughs) broke your back. You idiot. Kendall going, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that doesn't work. And he goes, he's the Batman. (laughs) So, (laughs) nope. uh, He is Batman. How did this happen? How did he get a tunnel from his office in Wayne Manor, or I mean Wayne Enterprises, all the way to the Batcave? I don't know. How do you even get permits to make that happen? Because you, you know that's got to go under the city, like God knows where. Yeah, I thought a, the uh, bat cave was like under his house. The bat cave is under his house, but he has a tunnel from his office. Oh, I see. That's in a, the city. He has a giant. Uh, he, he's not in the city. Robotic mole that digs under the city. Something because yeah, he built a drill. Because no Wayne Manor is supposed to be thirty miles out outside of Gotham. Mm-hmm. And he he rode that little bullet thirty miles. Right. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. <sighs> I did like uh, I did like the ending. Like the ending felt epic. Um, mm-hmm. I mean the whole island. You get to see new bat vehicles, uh, like a redesigned bat wing and bat boat. That was cool. I appreciated that. Um, like how he just trusted Robin like off the bat with all that stuff. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're fine. They, Just he, take they it. They do seem to throw him in there really quickly. Yeah, and then the try next my fire, movie, my man. They, they try fast. They're like, look what he can do. He can do taekwondo laundry. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, see, that's like the, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the '90s, and uh, I, I half wonder. Around this time, there was a people had a really a real like ninja craze. Uh, I like ninjas. Well, everybody else did too, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wasn't popular. Instead, you had films like Three Ninjas, which mm-hmm. got two or three sequels, and you had Surf Ninjas. 
Uh, What's that one with that um, big guy that was on SNL and he's dead? Chris Farley. Yeah. Yeah. Beverly uh, Hills yeah, Beverly Ninja. Hills. That one. <laughs> you had Mortal Kombat. So like, you know what? Yes. Everybody else is doing ninja stuff. We're going to throw a ninja scene Mortal in here. Kombat. And, and they're going to love it. And guess what? <laughs> it's going to be Mortal Kombat Laundry. I like it. And also they realized people are going to need black lights in this movie. Oh, definitely. Because they're in the black light gang. <laughs> the black light gang that returns in the next yeah. film. Yeah. Like you... At least they are they're consistent. Up like that? <laughs> I don't know. Who can afford? I just the, don't uh, like. You have to paint yourself every day. And have you ever looked at pa- neon paint, like black light paint? That shit is expensive. <laughs> like what? That is oh. not cheap. They steal it, I guess. They right? bathe they in must. it. And it's kind of like, hey, those kids came back. Which ones? The ones that are only stealing are neon paint. Huh? <laughs> I oh. wonder what they do with it. Oh boy. Paint them so they're already covered in paint. Huh. <laughs> oh, and when uh. Robin goes falls down the stairs into the lair. He discovers it. Why, when the sign or the lights are going off and the intruder alert alarm goes on, why does the Batmobile yeah, does rise the Batmobile and the computer turns turn on? <laughs> yeah, like I wondered that hey. too. It's like we know you're an intruder, but guess what? We got cool Free toys. Stuff. <laughs> uh, they and don't there, fix that problem either. No, whenever no, <laughs> what's her face goes no in there in the next like, movie, the Batmobile will stop somebody from stealing it either. It's got no safeguards no or shield, anything. He no just nothing, yeah. he just walks in and drives away. But doesn't it have a lock on it in the, one of the previous movies? Yeah, the first the first two, it's got a shield system on it, but what? that was destroyed. That Batmobile. Oh was yeah, destroyed. this is a new Bat. He, and he, he didn't improve. <laughs> okay, he downgraded. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred's getting a little old. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, With I don't know. I like the. I like the. I thought the Riddler plot was inventive. Mm-hmm. Had never seen that before. I don't ever remember any comic story that comes to mind uh, where Riddler did such a thing on such a scale. Um, it kind of preyed on the fears of everybody too, because you know this is around the time of the internet boom. Um, and it people weren't sure about the internet. Money. They were still like, I don't know. And like, there were myths Veterans about the internet. Watching. Like, if you were on the internet, you were going to get cancer. Like, the waves that were coming in through the cables <laughs> uh, were going to give your you brain cancer. I mean, like, people made up random stuff about the internet and uh, internet and cable boxes that required an internet connection, uh, which is what this movie essentially plays off of. Hmm. Um, so it was a pretty fun I liked that plot and it's definitely it's definitely a relic um, because nowadays it's kind of like well he's just got Wi-Fi and he's stealing our brains with Wi-Fi right yeah uh, oh man oh crap but back then nobody had ever <laughs> nobody had ever seen such a thing right. um, cable box uh, we did I have like a cool reference to uh, Metropolis just a little shout out do we? Uh, yeah, yeah you they say Superman. the circus is oh, halfway yeah, yeah, to Metropolis. Yeah. Halfway by now. to Metropolis, yeah. Yeah, we get another one of those too later on. I don't know. The this this one CGI scene in here that always like irks me too is whenever the Batwing is shot. Mm-hmm. It does that really weird close up on that horrible three D model, and it's like <laughs> you could have just used my toys. It would have looked so much better. <laughs> like. And it goes, like it's got the stupid sound and effect too. when they, we get to that scene, the cave's been destroyed. He 
Why does he ask Alfred by sea or by air? Like Alfred is the expert on in, Which one should we uh, take? Well, <laughs> storming the castle of villains. Kind of like I mean, uh, it's never. So in the later trilogy, you know the the Nolan films, we get that we get what Alfred really was, right? Like he was the next uh, MI six. All right. Uh, that's what? been Alfred's backstory for a long time. And what? Was, uh, what? It was kind of always meant to be hinted at. And this is, I, so I always took it as that, like, oh, well, Alfred's got experience. Of course, he's going to be able to get some sort of plan. But, uh, but yeah, I definitely kind of get like, oh, let's he's ask also the old a, man. Like, he's also a dirty pervert. <laughs> oh yeah, they bring that back from the '66, where Alfred wants to watch. Uh, Oh, Bruce and, make out yeah, with his girlfriend, yeah. or, or just Chase. Catwoman. But yeah, at this one when he's kissing Chase in front of Arkham, yeah, he's, he's standing there smiling like a smiling. creep, watching you, Bruce. Throwback. <laughs> um, yeah, he let's talk about Chase. Like, she's an original character. I don't understand why, why they came up with an original character, mm-hmm. other than they wanted to. They didn't want. I feel like they didn't want to run into another Max Shrek situation. Um, but you could have used a number of people. She felt like Leslie Tom, uh, Tompkins. I don't know that is either. You watched the Batman animated series, right? I don't know. You watched the Batman the anime where this thing comes from? I'm pointing to a car. Probably not. I've probably seen like three episodes. Really? He watched it a while ago, right? I don't know. Do you remember Leslie? Don't you? Yeah. No. The therapist. Well, she felt like a uh, like a version of Leslie. Um, and I kind of always wondered if that's what they were going for. Hmm. Maybe they didn't want to damage that character or whatever. I do often wonder how Nicole Kidman found herself in this film. Dude, I think she got a nose job. I felt like... <laughs> Her nose looks different know. in this movie. The story just seemed so so cheap. So... Forgettable. Easily written. Yeah. Like, because it's like... Oh, she loves Batman, but now she loves Bruce. She seems how, a little psycho herself. How, how it, what a twist. What a twist, Twi- yeah. Twi- and, yeah, I don't know. Twist. Uh, I think if they would have kept in like his reoccurring dream with the bat and mm-hmm. the cave and all that, she would have had a much more meaningful role. Uh, but yeah, she just kind of seems throwaway. Yeah, I bye. feel like I feel like Robin and Riddler get more attention than most everything else in this film. And even, and that's, that's not saying a lot. Um, like two face, two face is the muscle in this film. And essentially like we're going to need it. We're going to need somebody that's a more of a physical threat because the Riddler is Jim Carrey. So bring in Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, I don't know. Like it just kind of like what you said, like in a way it feels overstuffed. It's simple, but there is there is a lot of moving parts here, and some of the, some characters do get shafted. Seemed a bit too much for the editors too, because I did notice a part where uh, you have the the last riddle with mm-hmm. the the tennis court. Yeah, and I noticed like in two different shots, an over shot and a, then a backup shot. The it's not moving. Right. And then the next shot, it is moving, and so yeah. I, l- I liked his riddles. Uh, up? I, I liked that. Much more difficult than the old one. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> for, for Robin. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. for Robin. I, I, it's all about Robin. 
I was looking forward to maybe a ballpoint banana here, but, <laughs> but nothing. Ballpoint banana. I don't know. It's kind of mm. like you know, get, getting talking when I start talking about this film, it's kind of depressing. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's ki- it is kind of squandered. Like, uh, they could have, I don't know, they could have done a lot here, and they could have made, they could have done something more, more serious in tone. And what I had yes. read was that the studio asked Tim to move on to producer and because they wanted like they big wanted name his Joel Schumacher on the on the director title who's that well because Tim was going to completely walk away um is my understanding like he was going to completely walk away and they're like wait like could you just review the characters and the overline of the story and, and approve that and be a producer mm-hmm. on this so we tie it together um because Joel Schumacher was going to be the new big thing and we see how that goes but he does the Joel Schumacher to his credit does have a few good films um right yeah i don't know i i think the uh i think the two-faced guards too are very like random it's, a lot of things in this film are arbitrary the only other note i had was batman just quits and becomes turtle man because turtleneck yeah has the turtleneck on doing that yeah and like weird scene that is a weird scene and like when does batman ever quit he doesn't quit like that's not batman everywhere turtleneck (laughs) (laughs) he does it the what is it it's batman begins doesn't he like whenever he's uh he gets after uh jim gordon I guess that's just... And he's like, it's some psychopath. <laughs> he, like, almost <laughs> kills himself jumping from the police station over to that... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got the ski mask on. Man. I'm not wearing hockey pads, but I'm wearing a hockey mask. Hurdle Man. That's the that's the next movie. Yeah, I don't know. This film is very, very weird. And while it was approaching the family-friendly direction, like, in the next film, they go full-on family-friendly. Do you have a favorite scene? Uh, the Riddler Two-Face movie. The Riddler Two-Face movie. <laughs> That's how I differentiate each one because I don't know the names. Like, I won't remember which one's which. But this is the most depressing podcast we've ever I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I will remember who the villains are in each one. That's how I differentiate each movie. Mm. That's why I always ask you, which one's that? Because oh. I need to know who the villains are so I can figure out which movie right. it is. I, I did love uh, Riddler's David Bowie impression at the end of the film. He does David Bowie's uh, his outfit. Oh, the outfits are probably my favorite part of the movie. It's probably Joel Schumacher's too. I like his white jumpsuit. Uh, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite scene of the entire movie is the end scene with a uh, or between Chase and Riddler. Yeah, where he's in the the Arkham cell. That yeah. Pretty, I do like seeing the Arkham Asylum. I, I, I really like, uh, like it doesn't, it's kind of, it's just a random kind of arbitrary scene, but like all, I guess it's collection of scenes. The scenes between Chase and Riddler just creep me out. Like he, oh, he feels very predatory in those films or yeah. in the, the, those scenes. Uh, I don't know. She's tied down to a couch and he comes up and he's like, check out my jacket. It's like, guess what's coming next? <laughs> You're not going to like it. I don't know if it's my favorite scenes, but I, those scenes were interesting. I guess probably my favorite scene was uh, Batman and Robin's, or I guess Dick's confrontation in the alleyway 
hmm. after defeating the gang. Mm. Hmm. You? Turkish baths. Um, Wrong movie. I just I just answered. Oh. You but did? those are the same guys. So. Oh. Okay. They later that night found the Turkish bath and made that their home. Okay. So that's what I like to think. I just told you. <laughs> okay. You don't accept any I, I all just of don't his remember what you said. All of his outfits. Oh, okay. Well, do you have a favorite outfit then? I just said the white one. Oh, okay. With the green and the the weird hair. The weird hair and he's got he's got the dot. He's got these yeah, his, his mask is like all gelled on and I so. like his mask. I'm trying to think of well, who who that makes me think of that hair. Uh makes me no think of the trickster from Flash. Oh. Uh, Wolverine. <laughs> kind of a Wolverine yeah. feel on his hair. Yeah. Uh yeah, that I don't like that hair. Yeah. I like the spiky weird. I did it like is. them blowing up the bat cave. I liked his toys. His little toy bats. It was a it was a Those stupid sixties adorable ha-ha scene. Right. But and they're squeak, they're <laughs> It's fun to watch him play baseball, I guess. I don't know. I like it's such it. a weird movie. It is. I hope those were actually just stress balls and they all got to keep one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These are things I think about. So I guess I'm stupid and I completely missed that court scene. So that's basically Two-Face's origin origin story yeah. in short. Yeah. I was wondering Which through the Bruce whole movie watching. why I was like, what? he just pops up out of nowhere and we're supposed to know who he is? I mean, if this you is, know who it is, then you know. But Yeah, and you know what? This is the film. This is the one where it almost looks like Two-Face is the guy who killed his parents. I didn't catch that because you said it during the first Batman, movie. The first one, yeah. Like, and I, I was watching, looking for it, and like I, it's, a, I don't find that. Whenever it shows it, uh, I think it was always because he had the same gun. Huh. Because it's really bright and chrome. And they it's reshot. Not a they reshot his like parents getting killed yeah it, it always scene. felt like me like that was supposed to be two-faced now all of a sudden because it's got a gun he's got a shiny gun and like maybe hmm. it's supposed to be like really deep where he assumes that every villain he comes across is that person and that's how he powers that yeah is, like or that he's projecting a, yeah Robin's a psychological onto himself I mean, you yeah. could you could go that route, but let me tell you, okay, you just put more thought you put more thought into this movie than anybody else involved ever did. Hey guys, thanks once again for listening to Geek Cinema Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or your podcast app, and join us next week with the Dark Knight trilogy. We're going to have one whole episode that we'll probably cut into two for Wednesday and Saturday. Um, Come join us. We'll discuss all three movies and uh, how much of an impact they've had on superhero movies. If you want to jump into the discussion online or you'd like to suggest a movie to us that you want us to go over... You can hit us up at facebook.com slash geekcinemapod, twitter.com slash geekcinemapod, and on Instagram at geekcinema, or on our website, geekcinemapod.com. See y'all on Wednesday.